I hope you might have had the opportunity to read the gospel today. It's a little long for us to do it here, but hopefully you did. But even if you didn't, you know the story of Palm Sunday to the Passion of Our Lord. The beautiful entry into Jerusalem and not long after the condemnation and the death. What a week we have before us. You know, if you've gone on many weekend or longer retreats, a common way to begin, usually the first session, is to ask, <laughs> to, ask to ask a broad, general question that gets the retreatants to kind of focus their thoughts on why they're there. And here's one of those questions. Sum up in one word what the teaching of Jesus Christ was all about. One word that encapsulates everything of the teaching of Jesus Christ. It's a hard one, isn't it? And the beauty of this kind of question is that there's really no wrong answer. My answer to it, the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. I know that's three words, but the kingdom of God, of which there is no greater gift. Jesus is always talking about it in Scripture, as is St. Paul, of course. One of my favorite answers by Jesus is in Luke when he says, and you've heard this earlier in the week from Sister Carol's reflection, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Actually, that's John. <laughs> that's John 10.10. 10. I came, Jesus says, that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Abundantly. What is that? Abundance? It's the kingdom. In other words, Jesus came to help us consecrate and make holy this life, this gift we've been given, so that we can enjoy forever the abundance of eternal life. So that you can have Easter, live the kingdom here and now, and you'll be promised that gift forever. That's abundance. And friends, the week that is before us is a reminder of this promise, but also the sacrifice that is demanded if we hope to embrace it. You know, the goal, the prize is everlasting life. And this world, as difficult and painful sometimes as it may be, is the means to achieving that life. And that's what the people in the gospel today, Palm Sunday, at the time of Jesus, well, even before, the three years before, didn't quite get that correlation. Some of the people that Jesus encountered wanted to pass the finish line of the race without the sacrifice and the training it takes to achieve it. I mean, how do you go from the scripture today, 
How do you go from a person shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, praise God, to a few days later, take him out, kill him, crucify him? Because they were turned to the wrong thing. I think they understood abundance in this life, not the promise it is in the next. The Jews knew all too well the experience of oppression and slavery and sacrifice, and they were looking for someone to save them from that. The promised liberator to make their life on earth free and, well, abundant. And with all the miracles and authority with which Jesus preached and lived his life, they thought maybe this was him. Jesus would single-handedly wipe out the Roman rulers and oppressors. He was Iron Man, Superman, all rolled into one. <laughs> That's kind of make-believe. And while surely Jesus probably wanted the same, his focus was about the kingdom, not this, here and now, but that, above and beyond, and the abundant world in which there is no oppression or pain, only love. And his only ministry was about teaching us to live this life in a way that we will receive the next. Because Jesus knew and understood oppression and slavery. And while the Jews saw it as the Roman officials and the soldiers, Jesus understood that slavery as sin, that destructive force which turns us from the giver of abundance to our own desires and happiness, living in a way in which we sit on the throne of our lives instead of our God. And that's why Jesus came to help us invite God back to our throne, the center of our lives. And when we do, folks, you know this, when we do, no matter our circumstances or the crosses we may bear or the oppression we might feel in this life, we will know with God on our throne, as St. Paul said so beautifully, we will know peace beyond all understanding. Let's really focus this coming Holy Week on practices to put Jesus, to put our God back on the throne of our lives. And if you're looking for some ideas to do that, check out our pantry on the uh, God Minute app. Hit Pantry. It has lots of prayer opportunities and things you can do when you have time 
to help us do that. You know, pray along rosaries. We have 10-minute, 30-minute, one-hour adoration, litanies, devotions, just a whole corncopia of spiritual engagement to help us do. So anyway, take advantage of that. Thanks for being with me today. We got a beautiful week coming up. Let's pray for one another as we move through it. And may God bless you now, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow, friends.